The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches that there's a time to laugh and a merry heart does make like medicine. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, With all that's happened today, the question is, is it a short reprieve from judgment or a step in the right direction? Hmm. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we tend to sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? The answer is simple. That's because I'm too goofy for television. That's why. Also, do you like that one? That's good. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, when you have somebody in your life that you have moments with where you just want to kind of like maybe throw a tomato at them, but you're not allowed to, and then the Lord tells you, be nice. Have you ever gone through that? I know you have. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, you have that opportunity to share. We've always we've talked about this since the beginning of the show. It's not a fetch fest. It's an opportunity to share. You get that chance to share praise reports, prayer requests. You have that opportunity just to talk about what's going on in your life in the sense of what the Lord's working on. If maybe there's something that you've been shown by the Lord and you're like, wow, that's so cool. I want to share that with other people. This is an opportunity and a place you can do that where we won't go, you know, we'll have more fun with it, enjoy it. People can utilize it and grow closer to the Lord in it. That is the goal. Here's what you want to do to reach out to us. The first thing you want to do is you want to buy a pogo stick. And then on that pogo stick, make sure you have a basket and then put all your stuff in the basket and then see how far you can get. In the meantime, you can simply call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you will talk to Captain Chris. Let me explain to you what that's like. It's like today when somebody brings home a dozen fresh donuts. And then tells you you have to wait till tomorrow to eat them. Oh, my. And then you will be. Sailing takes me away to where I'm going. 
Did that sound oddly specific? <laughs> it's not a good thing. I got donuts, but I can't eat them. Yeah, it's kind of like a tension, right? It's like donuts. I want to go nuts, and then uh, it's like, well, actually, they're for tomorrow. The other thing you can do is you can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. That's not a phone number to call. It's actually a number to text. And actually, you can text anytime, but during the show, if you want to have a show comment. Additionally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. We'll send you up to the website. Don't forget, okay? Website's all good. No problems there. That's number one. Number two, don't forget the brochures. They're free. You look at the brochures. You tell us which ones you want. We send them to you. That's it. Nothing, nothing. No requirements, no quotas, no anything. There's a video on the website that tells you what we're kind of looking for, how to approach it. We don't want you to go knocking on doors. We just want you to live your Christian life. And if the Lord opens up an opportunity, boom, you share it. That's all it is. Nothing more than that. And then the last thing has to do with money. And the reason that's important is because because I announced we had a problem about three days ago with the website, nobody's given some sense. It's like, look, we uh, we love to do the radio show, and we'd love to be here. But if we get to the 28th and there's not enough money, you'll be hearing me with a megaphone. Anyhow, please, if you can give, and if you can't, don't worry about it. Well, the Lord will take care of us. He always does. But go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemostincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. Hey, and that was just like a pogo stick kind of thing. So that was pretty good. Did you plan that? or that? That's pretty good. Touch. See, we're in one mind and one accord. Well, we're not in the same car, but we're of one mind. Well, he's in the other room, but that's okay. Uh, let's do an open prayer for our country and for Ukraine. We'll start with Ukraine, then go to our country. Obviously, big news taking place all over our country today. But first, let's pray for peace for Ukraine. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you. We worship you. We acknowledge you. You're the king. You're the Lord. You're the master of the universe. And it doesn't matter what anybody writes poetically. and It doesn't matter what anybody says politically. You're in charge. You never lose. There's no losing in the kingdom of God. So what we ask you, Lord, is that you bring peace to Ukraine and you would bring the gospel explosion to Ukraine so that while those people are going through a tough time and it's easy to forget, Lord, that there would be words of hope and words of glory that spread through their land. And we also come before you on behalf of our country, a greatly divided country, we recognize that today may have been a decision that we hope puts our country in, in, a, in a better focus, a better direction, but it will definitively create more divisions. So, Lord, we ask for your protection on the people of God, because when the people of the flesh and the people of the world and the people of the enemy don't like things, they put their hands on their ears, they scream, and they run at, and they attack. So protect the people of God. And let us continue to pray and beseech your help so that our nation can be on the right track. We pray for your help in it, in Jesus' name. And thank you for your grace that you extended today. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Okay, so uh, we are going to get into the Word of God. We love the Word of God. Why? 
because well, it's what he has to say. That's why it's called the Word of God. See, see how that works? Okay. And we are still dealing with Melchizedek. And just in case you don't know this, Melchizedek's only mentioned, there's only two times in the Old Testament he comes up, and then he's brought back into play uh, in the in Hebrews, which is where we're at. We'll pick it up from verse 4 in Hebrews chapter 7. It says this, Now consider how great this man was. That's a really important point. Even Abraham, the patriarch, gave a tenth of the plunder to him. The sons of Levi who received the priestly office have a command, according to the law, to collect a tenth from the people. We'll get to that in a second. Let's deal with this. Two major points right off the bat. I don't think people appreciate the entire experience that the Scripture is trying to communicate. At least I haven't for years, I should say appreciate the Melchizedek uh, imagery that's being portrayed here. It's given to us. So Abraham's coming back from this uh, warfare, and out of nowhere pops Melchizedek. <laughs> it's like, hello! It's like, oh, it's Melchizedek! And then Abraham recognizes that this guy is so important that Abraham, who, who, who's a friend of God, gives a tenth of what he received to Melchizedek. This, and we mentioned this before, this image is a type of Christ, a picture of Jesus Christ. When Abraham, the powerful, very connected to God individual, acknowledges the greatness of Melchizedek, I think we tend to just skip it over because it's like, oh, it's a cool name, but I don't know what it means. And the idea behind this, well, first of all, the name means king of righteousness and king of Salem, which is king of peace. And we we know that Jesus is the prince of peace, so we know there's a connection there. But this is an image in the Old Testament of God doing a portrait of the forecoming gospel. I want you to catch this. Mel had to be somebody very special. He was. He was a foreshadowing of Jesus Christ. And when you get into this a little more, it's only in one other place in the Old Testament. This is where God shares the gospel ahead of the actual gospel manifestation. He just gives a glimpse, a picture, and you go, oh, What's this all about? And the Lord's like, oh, you're going to find out. And then in Hebrews chapter 7, it kind of breaks down to what it's all about. That Melchizedek is an image, a picture, a forerunner, a declaration ahead of time of Jesus Christ. And this is the next part I want you to catch. I don't want you to miss this. He was so significant that Abraham gave to this man 10%. Can I tell you right now that the importance of Abraham giving? Abraham gave, get this, to show his expression of appreciation to God. Abraham was blessed by God. And then Abraham, in that blessing, took that blessing and gave it as an acknowledgement, an offering, a sacrifice. That is in the scripture for us. Has God blessed you? And I'm not just talking financially. Has God blessed you? Has he given you plunder? Has he given you abundance of good things? Be a giver and a good steward of that which the Lord has committed to your trust. Give 
because it's a reflection of who God is and your appreciation for him. Okay? All right. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. I want you to catch something because uh, for some reason the church feels the need to over-answer cultural changes that take place. Look at Jesus. He didn't care about anyone's opinion. That's what it says right there. And you do not care about anyone's opinion. Jesus didn't go, yes, I do. No, he didn't. He didn't. He never – because he didn't. That's exactly right. He is true. So they said, we know that you are true and teach the way of God. That's aletheis, which means speaking the truth, completely nothing hidden, being real. He teaches the way of God correctly. That's aletheis, which is the case is according to the fact, and doesn't care about anyone's opinion. The Greek word here literally means does not look at people's faces. In other words, when you're doing radio, I can't see faces except for Captain Chris, okay? I can't see if your face is giving approval or denial because the only way that happens is by text or phone or whatever the case may be. When an actor acts, they can look on stage and see with the audience if there's approval. Jesus didn't seek people's facial approvals. He didn't care. And you think, well, no, he cared plenty. No, he cared about the mission to save the lost. He didn't care about those who were going to reject in the capacity that he sought their approval. He never sought their approval. He didn't leave live, let me say that he didn't live for people's positive responses to him. He walked at the pleasure of the Father. Whatever the Father wanted him to do or say, that's what he did, which is when you'll hear me say we do it for the author and not the audience. Because I think some of you people are literally some of the nicest people I have ever met in my human journey, but you still don't have a heaven to put me in. And that's what it comes down to. And I know that, says, that sounds so you know harsh or whatever. It's like, are you serious? Okay. If the Lord tarries and I die, you are not going to help me. <laughs> I just don't really know the way to say it. You know what I'm saying? And so I want you guys to catch that, to catch this is why Jesus was so different. It's because he spoke the truth. He said it according to, to, to what the truth was, and he didn't seek people's approval in sharing. He just was like, look, I'm telling you exactly what the Father told me to say. This is exactly how the Spirit's leading me, exactly what the Father wants to be said. And then you look at that and you go, ooh, how about us? Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready to offer up our first, what, our first 
trivia question. The last trivia question on the show, by the way, is it's just classic. I'm so excited to get there. Anyway, who wore the skin of, well, it says a goat, but we would probably say an animal. Who wore the skin of an animal in order to trick his blind father? Huh? 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 Who wore the skin of an animal in order to trick his blind father? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. So I'm going to give you a couple updates, and then we're going to probably do our DNA ahead of time just to let you know because we've been working our way back in that direction. I do uh, want people to know I'm going to be praying for marriages and for healing in our audience in the next hour, the last third of the last fourth of the last hour of the show. Uh, But in the meantime, I do want to give you an update on my schooling. I just want you guys to know what's going on. I am about four days away from finishing all of the major, major writing, which is only three weeks early, so that's pretty good. And then, and then I got my first grade back from my, so in the defense, they grade you in stages. So I got my first stage grading back. I got 147 out of 150, which is pretty, 98%. I will take it, which is really good. So I'm really happy about that because it means that the hard work is paying off. And, uh, uh, you know, I just think that's cool. (laughs) Okay, I'm happy about it. Let me just say it that way. Uh, Okay, trivia question one more time, and we will then go from there into the rest of the teaching. Who wore the skin of an animal in order to trick his blind father? Remember, he had a little bit of help from Mama. Uh, that's all I'm going to say to help you out there. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. That's 214-210-8483. And then you can also send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Okay? Last hint. There's two brothers. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, let's get back into – let's do our DNA, and then we'll get back into the text. DNA is the – well, I don't know. I said yesterday it was the building blocks of the formation of what people are. I don't know. Is that right? I don't. How do I know? I'm not a scientist. Eh. Right. Eh. Okay. It's just a catchy little acronym that we use in order to communicate truth. How about that? That's what our DNA is. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Did you like that? That was honest. Right. Catchy little acronym. Uh, N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say, ever. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that we do think about other people. It is probably a good idea to remind people uh, we we uh, struggle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, spiritual wickedness in high places, especially on a day like today. But anyhow, my point is the idea is to be thoughtful and aware and in touch with other people and then be sensitive to the Lord. Perhaps you can be a vessel to be a blessing. Okay? All right. One more time. Oh, wait. Somebody's calling in on the trip, so we'll get to that real quickly, and then we'll get back to the teaching. and. This part of the teaching I'm going to do, I hate it. I don't like it. It's like, and let me say that what I hate talking about this stuff, but I have to. It's in there. It's what it is. And you think, well, why should you hate it? I'll explain that in a second. Okay. But first, let's send the people through. Somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is 
this is Don. How are you, brother? I'm doing fantastic, Don. How are you doing? Well, I'm I'm doing good. It's just hot outside. It's, yeah, it has been a little warmer than I have been remembering. Now, now this is a little bit know, because our air went out. Saying. What's that? That's what I've been saying. Yeah, I, it's hotter than it was like last year for sure. I mean, no matter what, right? I mean, am I wrong? Am I losing That's it? That's right. Okay, my yeah, brain, my brain's I think not melting. It's always been pretty mild, kind of. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I know many July Fourth celebrations. It's been very, very hot, but not all of them have been really hot. Well, listen, anyway. I, I think the best line was the line where you know, if this is hot, <laughs> it's just like okay. Yeah, I get it. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd like to have the Hawaii weather. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> All right, brother. Who wore a skin of an animal in order to trick his blind father? Well, I tell you, I had to really think about this. And now I remember that it wasn't him. It was actually his mother that caused Correct. Correct. Yes. Jacob. Jacob is correct, you know, I tell you, you know, I had to, I had to, I had to listen to it twice, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good question. You did good. Well, that's a lot better than giving the wrong answer, huh? <laughs> well, it would have been really bad, but anyway, I mean, I, I, you know, the first time you said it, I kind of thought, okay, hmm, I don't know, and I said, I, maybe I misunderstood what he said. And then when you said it again, and I understood what was going on. There you go. See, that's why I repeat it. <laughs> Good job, brother. <laughs> Excellent work, bro. I appreciate you, it. God bless you, brother. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, great job. Excellent job, by Don. All right, here we go. All right, so now let me just say this real quick. I only got a few minutes. I'm glad because I, I hate teaching this stuff, but let me explain why. Okay, I don't hate teaching the Word of God, so don't get weird on me. All right. What I don't like doing is because I've been involved in investments in the past and those didn't always go well, whenever I talk about money, it makes me cringe. That's just the truth. I've told you that before. It's like, but I can't change what scripture says and I'm not going to, and I'm not going to try and I'm not going to try and soften, soften or make it any softer. Here's what the passage says in that rest of that Hebrews text. The sons of Levi who received the priestly office have a command according to the law to collect a 10th from the people. That is from their brothers and their sisters. Now, many people won't like this, but giving to the teachers and for the teachers, which are the Levites and the priests, that came from their brothers and sisters. God doesn't buy the land, build a house, and hand over his monthly stipend to his uh, priests and his, to his Levites. God charges his kids to provide for the other kids' needs. Now, again, that is not just this ministry. So if, if you're feeling that way, give somewhere else. But you cannot ignore the scriptures that are teaching that our obligation is to take care of, and in your life it could be different people, but that the Levites and the priests, so to speak, and that their survival, their living, their existence comes from primarily their brothers and sisters. That's just the truth. That's how it's supposed to be. 
And what God was, is creating is he's creating that greater sense of community. People share spiritual fruit, spiritual labors, spiritual uh, outpourings, and then people then respond and give to sustain that. It's like, well, okay, that's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, we're fortunate enough, at least in, in our country at this point, <laughs> notice how I said at this point, uh, that you get to deduct it from your taxes and there's you know, different write-off elements and so on and so forth. So you can work it and that kind of, that's kind of cool. But don't misunderstand. You don't give 10% on every cent that comes in your way. For example, you don't pay 10% on a loan. That's a loan. You're already going to be paying interest. You know, that's not what you pay it on. You pay it on your, your increase, what you make. And that's if you decide that 10% is the way you want to do it. There's everything right with it, nothing wrong with it. But you're not obligated under some kind of law because it was established before the law. So the reason that I harp on this is because I'm, I'm terrible at teaching about giving. Because then I always think people are thinking, well, he's just trying to get money. And I've been to a church where the first four weeks that, that we went, that's all they talked about. <laughs> It's like, I'm like, first of all, I'm broke. <laughs> so second of all, I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't change the truth. And the truth is what the scripture says. And the scripture makes it clear that the brothers and sisters support the priests and the Levites, the people that are teaching the things of God in order to sustain those ministries so they can keep on teaching. That's what it says. And again, I, I release you if you feel some kind of obligation. I don't know if that even applies. But I release you if you feel any obligation to give this ministry. Give somewhere else. But you got to support the teachers, the communicators, the people that help strengthen you in the kingdom. Best you can. Some people are like, I want a fixed income. Well, figure out if there's another way that you can give time. See, it's time, treasure, and talent. Okay? Figure out if there's a way you can donate time. Figure out if the way there's a way you can donate talent if you just absolutely can't do it. All I'm saying is that if you go into the scriptures and you look at the widow woman, she took two mites, she didn't have hardly anything, she was definitely on a fixed income, and she gave. And Jesus was impressed that she gave because it was sacrificial. That's why every time a dollar comes in here, I get I'm not nervous, but I'm like, oh. I just feel like the Lord's like, what are you going to do? You know, it's like, I'm going to do exactly what you tell me. <laughs> kind of thing. I know it's a lot of yabbing, yapping for, for this, but it's important. And I have failed you and many people in talking about this. And it is very important. If you're a person that never gives, start somewhere. Just start. I don't care where it is, how, but make sure you're giving back to the people that are pouring into you. That's that's fair. I just think that's right. Okay. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a short break. Top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Captain Chris here from the David Spoon Experience. I help coordinate the radio show, and we're looking for a few good people to join our crew and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of the radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, gee, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Me too! 
The truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you already have all that you need to have to be part of this ministry. Uh, but Chris, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no! Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form, and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position, so you may appeal to a higher power. What is the David Spoon experience? Uh, let me tell you what I, I, I I'm to, I'm torn between the two. I'm twixt between the torn two. You want to know why? I've got the biggest breaking story ever. No, to you be, need to do uh, that first. Yeah. I just can't wait. More than more than my whole thing about the four-way stop sign. Yep. You want me to do the number one story? That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, you better get ready. Here's what, here's my advice. I don't give this advice very often, and I don't give it uncheckfully. What's uncheckfully? I don't know. Here's the biggest story you have ever heard on the David Spoon Experience. If you have children who are listening, uh, if you are not in a car, it's time to cover their errors or send them into another room. That's how chilling this is. Ladies and gentlemen, I have it off the press literally within the last two and a half hours. Uh, actually, it's less than two and a half hours ago. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. I have it right in my hands. Get ready. Do not, do not get nauseous when you hear this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a fact that as of today, the Navy, the United States Navy, officially has made its proclamation. Ready? Ready? Are you ready? Are you listening? This is the most important thing ever. You ready? That Captain Crunch is a fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, the United States Navy has declared that Captain Crunch... I do not buy it. No, listen to this. Here's why. Let me tell you why. Captain Crunch has three stripes on his cuffs, and that signifies a commander and not a captain. So uh, the United States Navy has made it absolutely known today, Captain Crunch, nay... He nay a captain. Nay. Now it is true. Name the cereal. No. Commander Crunch. Yes, Commander Crunch. That's the new. That's why I told you. Don't let your kids hear this. It is possible that that uniform could represent either German or Portuguese Navy. They are not sure because all of those uniforms were lost with uh, their great navies. 